Hello and welcome to my next episode of Rise and Fall of WWE Wrestlers. This is episode two and this episode will feature Drew McIntyre's opponent Dolph Ziggler. Now, speaking of Dolph, now to speak about Dolph Ziggler, it's a way that he hasn't actually completely his career's not plummeted to do that down to the down to the job kind of status, but um Dol- but Dolph Ziggler is a superstar that was at one point my favourite wrestler and now it's just kind of um, gone down gone down the totem pole a little bit and I'm just going to talk about that. So Dolph Ziggler was first seen on WWE programming as Kerwin, Kerwin White's golf enforcer, which is actually Chavo Guerrero. But um, due to the real life passing of Chavo's uncle Eddie Guerrero, the gimmick was dropped very. Sh- the gimmick was dro- dropped and Dolph Ziggler was out of the company for a little bit and sent back to developmental. And then eventually Dolph Ziggler got another opportunity to join, to go back up to the WWE programming on the main roster and it was in form with the Spirit Squad and he came, uh, he debuted as Nicker, part of the Spirit Squad, just to do a small program with DX, but I can do another video on the Rise and Fall of the Spirit Squad in a future video. So we're just going to focus on the Dolph Ziggler gimmick. So Dolph Ziggler debuted in very late 2008 in a, and I'm pretty sure it was a match against Batista where he actually slapped Batista across the face. He also took out Santa Claus under new programming. And then the first time I actually got to see Dolph Ziggler was um, at the Royal Rumble 2009 where Kane eliminated him in very quick fashion. But Dolph Ziggler was a hot, talented new prospect and it was it looked like a, it looked really good. So Dolph Ziggler worked his way up the card. He had victories over the lights of R-Truth, even took out the great Carly with a sleeper hold as well. He was using that move a lot when he first joined. Um, so... Dolph Ziggler was moving up the ranks pretty quickly. And then we'll get to about August 2009 where he had a SummerSlam match against Rey Mysterio for the Intercontinental Championship, which is a very fun fact because Rey Mysterio actually refused to lose to Dolph Ziggler because Dolph Ziggler was supposed to go over, which was very shocking. But that is a genuine fact what happened. Rey Mysterio did not want to drop the Intercontinental Championship to Dolph Ziggler, so... So that never happened, and Dolph Ziggler lost, but it was an amazing match and one of the one, one of the better one of the better SummerSlam matches. I'm 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 not so sure if I, I can't remember if it actually kicked off the show or not, but it was um it was a really amazing match and um yeah and I, I think I think it, in in hindsight it would have been a cool it would have been cool to see Dolph Ziggler hold the Intercontinental Championship, but Remsteu was hot over feud with Chris Jericho, and he was going to hold the title to a little longer. And I think he dropped it like a week later to John Morrison in another great SmackDown match. I'd really recommend. But um, anyway, oh, back onto Dolph Ziggler. So after the after losing after losing at SummerSlam, he ended a feud with John Morrison. It did. It was again unsuccessful in picking up the Intercontinental Championship. I remember that feud happened with John Morrison saving Dolph, saving Pat Patterson in a segment with Dolph Ziggler. It was talking about the Intercontinental Championship. So harping a future ch- championship match for Dolph Ziggler. At, bre- at the breaking point pay per where John Morrison interrupted that segment and it started kickstarted a feud, which Dolph Ziggler was unsuccessful in. So, so from a bit of floating around the card for the remainder of the year of 2009, Dolph Ziggler found himself in a partnership with Vicky Guerrero. This struck gold, and the partnership lasted like three years. So, and then Dolph Ziggler managed to find his way into another Intercontinental Championship match against Kofi Kingston, who was hot out of his feud with Drew McIntyre, as mentioned in the last video. And Dolph Ziggler won back one due to due to Vicky Guerrero interference and had a really cool title run. Um, Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler 
had um, an amazing series of matches. Dov Ziggler did retain his Intercontinental Championship, his Intercontinental Championship in most matches. A great one at Night of Champions, I remember. A great one at the SummerSlam pay per view of 2010. So Dov Ziggler did have a pretty solid 2010 as Intercontinental Championship, as Intercontinental Champion. But then eventually, by around it was like November of 2010, I think it was, he had a. He, he, um, he, no, sorry, by the start of 2011, he actually lost um, the Intercontinental Championship to Cubs Kingston. And he had a really cool match, a really cool shout to the match against Daniel Bryan at the Bragging Rats pay per view in October two, 2010, which was a really, really cool matchup to see. And yeah, Dov Ziggler. Dov Ziggler kept the Intercontinental Championship up until January 2011 and Kofi Kingston was able to take the championship from him. However, this would not affect Dov Ziggler as he was going into a feud with, uh, with world champion at the time, Edge. Where in this feud, Dov Ziggler technically picked up his first world championship with Vicky Guerrero literally hand, handing him the championship after after she basically gave Edge a firing, which I thought was pretty stupid because I thought Dov Ziggler could have actually won, it, won the championship in a match, but it goes down in the record books as Dov Ziggler was a one-time world champion at this point, and we'll get on to his second title reign very shortly. So after that, so with around a five-minute reign he had, Edge, Taddy Long returned, rehired Edge, rehired Kelly Kelly as well on that night, little fun fact for you. So, um... Yep, Edge won the championship in pretty quick fashion against Dolph Ziggler, but that would also strike. But Dolph Ziggler would get a rematch, would be able to invoke his rematch clause at the Royal Rumble of 2011 in a really, really cool match where Edge was actually barred from being allowed to use a spear. So he actually hit the kill switch. He actually hit a spear when the ref weren't looking, then hit a kill switch, and um, was able to win the championship back, which was a, a really good match. I really enjoyed it, as I remember correctly. So. After after this, Dov Ziggler, Dov Ziggler again kind of floundered around the card a little bit. Didn't pick up, didn't pick up many, didn't pick up too many wins. But um, it was just kind of there. And then eventually, he struck gold again by becoming becoming the US champion, and um, also debuting the new. Also, just a couple of months after the Rumble, debuting the new improved Dov Ziggler look, where he kind of just looked like Evan Bourne in tights, but in, in tights. But um, yeah, it was it was um, it was very short lived until they went back to his kind of old self. But Dov Ziggler did hang on to the United States Championship for a, quite a long time in the year of 2011. But by, by the TLC pay-per-view, Dov Ziggler did drop the championship to Zack Ryder, which I will do a rise and fall of Zack Ryder video very, very shortly as well. Um, but yeah, the, the match was really good, entertaining, and the right, the right person won. Won, won in Zack Ryder, and Dov Ziggler did, did um, drop the US Championship, but it was a very nice lengthy title run. So the next year was 2012. Dov Ziggler had a pretty cool 2012. He um, became sole survivor for Team. Oh, it was Team Foley versus. Um, I can't remember what team it was now. I can't remember what team it was, but it was it was team it was Team Foley versus another versus basically face face versus heel team. Dov Ziggler was on the heel team. He super kicked Randy Orton and um, got a clean victory over him, which was really cool. It was really interesting to see. But the main, main point of Dolph Ziggler's 2012 was the fact that he became Mr. Money in the Bank. He was able to climb the ladder and retrieve the briefcase and um, he held the briefcase for a very for quite a long time. We'll get we'll get to his cash in very shortly. He um, entered a feud with John Cena in 2012 where um, they kind of were... John Cena was with AJ Lee and Vicky Guerrero kind of... Um, kind of just made, made fun of the fact that John Cena and AJ Lee had something in between them. Dolph Ziggler then attacked John Cena one night when they was kissing, I remember, and um, 
And then at the TLC pay-per-view, a match was on the line for Dolph Ziggler's Money in the Bank briefcase, which Ajali interfered and switched sides and became Dolph Ziggler's girlfriend. And, um, yep, Dolph Ziggler became, Dolph Ziggler became, um, Mr. Well, Dolph Ziggler retained the Mr. In the Money in the Bank briefcase, which was, um... Again, a fan, a fan, a fan, a fan ladder match. It was good. Dolph Ziggler then um, also also um, got the I think yeah. At the time, it was actually it was the current NXT champion, and Dolph Ziggler got him as his bodyguard on Raw, and he and his name was Biggie Langston. Um, Biggie didn't really do much other than just kind of protect Dolph Ziggler, but um, they had a couple of matches after Dolph Ziggler Dolph Ziggler turned on. Well, Dolph Ziggler basically broke up with AJ Lee and then left Biggie and AJ to just kind of go off and do their own thing, but we'll get to that in a minute. So we're at the point now, so we're towards the end of 2012 and entering the year of 2013. Dolph Ziggler, this time Dolph Ziggler was kind of the heat a heel, but um, he was getting cheered by the fans. The fans were really going behind him, as was I. It was my favorite. By this point, it was my my genuine favorite wrestler at the point at this point um i wanted to see him become champion so badly since delvio and jack swagger's feud was just a little bit boring and blank but um on the on the raw episode after wrestlemania after wrestlemania Dolph Ziggler also did have a WrestleMania match, but was unsuccessful in claiming the tag team titles with Big E against Kane and Daniel Bryan. But the night after that, that match did not matter because the night after he cashed in his money in the bank from a huge, one of the biggest pops you'll ever see on Monday Night Raw to claim the World Heavyweight Championship from Alberto Del Rio. He had he ju all he had to do was just hit, hit a Famouser, Dario kicked out, everyone thought, oh my God, Dario's going to retain the championship, but Dolph Ziggler was man managed to hit the zigzag and become World Heavyweight Champion. This run, however, was short-lasted, and it did result in a really cool face turn, which lasted for quite, which la which lasted up until 2017. So, in in and in this face turn, Dolph Ziggler did get injured as world heavyweight champion. He got a concussion for a couple of weeks. We actually never saw him on TV, and then at the next pay per view, he did drop the title back to Alberto Del Rio, which was pretty disappointing. At this point, Dolph Ziggler was a full face. He ended up breaking up with AJ Lee and entered the town if he'd be Big E, but um. Dolph Ziggler won pretty much every match him and Biggie had together, and um, it wasn't it wasn't that the most interesting for you because Biggie then went on to become have a face have a face on his own. In in one sense, he was actually doing better than Dolph Ziggler picking up the Intercontinental Championship from Curtis Axel, and then forming the New Day. And that and you know if you if you're a wrestling fan, you obviously know about them right now, and they're, they're awesome. So um, anyway, back to Dolph Ziggler. Um, we was at the point where yeah, so Dolph Ziggler and Biggie was having a, having a couple of matches. But um, in this in this little first first run, Dolph Ziggler wasn't really doing much. But I, it was still my it was still one of my favourites. I was still it it was still a hot superstar to 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 get behind and do India. Yeah, he had some pretty cool. He had some alright matches. But um, it wasn't really involved in any huge feuds in twenty in towards like the end of twenty thirteen or anything. But then by the time we get to twenty fourteen, Dolph Ziggler then entered a feud with the Authority. This feud, this feud was, this feud was um, was pretty fun. It, it started with John Cena to take on the authority at that year's Survivor Series, and um, yeah, it became the sole survivor for the team. I thought finally we're getting we're getting a reemergence of Dolph Ziggler, and it was one of my favourite matches of all time. Team Authority versus Team Cena was amazing at Survivor Series. Dolph Ziggler knocked off the eliminated Harper, Kane, and Seth Rollins to um, all on his own to. Well, with an interference from Sting as well, what Triple H previously did interfere, so I'm going to class it as kind of more like a clean victory. But um, Dove's a girl on his own, um, knocked off the three of them just just to put, and then got the authority to power for a couple of weeks. Then the authority thought it'd be cool. Then John Cena brought back the authority when Seth Rollins basically held Edge hostage. 
and then the authority actually fired Rabak, Rowan, and Ovzligar himself just for Cena to be to beat to beat the entire authority in what in a match where Sting interfered, meaning Ovzligar, Rowan, and Rabak all got their jobs back. So it was pretty fun. It was so it was yeah it was pretty fun. I could do a random fall on them two previous wrestlers I've just mentioned as well. So anyway, back to Ovzligar. So from this from this like from this. Kind of point, Dolph Ziggler was again. Again, they didn't really pull the trigger with Dolph Ziggler. It did have a real. It, it did get an. It, it did get a good. It did also win the Intercontinental. I forgot to mention. It did win the Intercontinental Championship in that year again, as well. But uh, this time, her uh, and it was, and then this time Harper was the one to um, reclaim the championship in a very forgettable run that lasted only like a month. And then Dolph Ziggler won the Intercontinental Championship back at TLC. So in tw- so we're entering twenty fifteen, and Dolph Ziggler is the current Intercontinental Champion. He um he had quite a good performance in the Royal Rumble, in the twenty fifteen Royal Rumble match, but we all know that's like one of the worst Rumble decisions. The match was really good as a whole, but um, the decision at the end with Roman Reigns winning and the Authority Kane and Big Show just eliminating Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, and Dolph Ziggler, three of the hottest superstars at that time. It did kind of suck, but in twenty fifteen, Dolph Ziggler it, it it came in the year hot, but then but then he entered a feud with, but then after losing the Intercontinental Championship, he entered a feud with Rusev. Rusev was a really cool hot prospect at this time, but um, losing to John Cena did kind of slow him down. But I still wanted to see him do well, and um, it, I was interested. I was interested in Rusev. He had awesome matches with Jack Swagger. They were, they were that's a really underrated feud for me because I thought it was a. Re- I thought they had some amazing matches. So during this during this feud, Dolph Ziggler had pre previously kissed Summer Rae in an episode of like Raw, and. Um, but this time Summer Rae had sided with Rusev and Summer Rae and um, Lerner had broken up with Rusev. So Rusev is with Summer Rae and Lerner is with Dolph Ziggler in this feud. The feud just kind of sucked to be honest with you. One week Rusev took Dolph Ziggler with a crutch across his throat. Um, also Dolph, Dolph Ziggler basically just, he kind of just sneaked, sneaked, sneaked attack Rusev just a few weeks. Pardon me for the stuttering, sorry. He um, sneaked, snuck attack Rusev for, Rusev for a few weeks, but um, nothing really cool came of it. And then when we were finally going to get a combination to this feud that had been going on for months and months and months, Lerner put Lerner, Rusev's actual real life fiance posted a picture of them two married on Instagram. Well, not married, like with an engagement ring and a picture of Rusev. Showing that the couple have been engaged, this but this did spark a lot of fire with WWE and um, Rusev got pushed further down the card and Lerner Lerner wasn't on TV very much and it also kind of ruined the feud because then the feud would just totally dropped after like a week. So Dolph Ziggler were kind of left again, just kind of doing nothing, nothing really, and um, slowly slowly I was beginning to not really care about about what they do with Dolph Ziggler anymore because I feel WWE had so many opportunities to. To um, push him like early on in his career, and then towards the middle of toward, and then when he was at the peak of his first first run, the um, they never really pulled the trigger. So I was, I was beginning to get less interested in Dolph Ziggler. So then we get to we'll get we'll go on to 2016 now, and Dolph Ziggler is, and Dolph Ziggler has um, been drafted. Then towards the brand extension, Dolph Ziggler began doing something else, and finally one of the best reemerges of Dolph Ziggler's career was in 2016. So the brand extension starts, and Dolph Ziggler is drafted to SmackDown. Dolph Ziggler then enters a feud with the Miz, where he actually puts his his career on the line, and it's Intercontinental Championship for for career on the line for the Miz's Intercontinental Championship. The feud was amazing, and um, 
the the particular one where Dov Ziggler put his career on the line was an amazing match. Dov Ziggler was able to pick up the victory, obviously, and um, still retain, still maintain the Intercontinental Championship. But um, yeah, um, and through, through these months, there was speculation that Dov Ziggler was actually quitting the company and requesting his release. But so I actually thought the Miz the Miz bested Dov Ziggler in this match, but it was not to be, and Dov Ziggler won the Intercontinental Championship, and they basically just traded back the belt back and forth. Um, the next few months that followed and then eventually Dov Ziggler got it when Dov Ziggler kind of got out of that program with the Miz and the Miz was the Intercontinental Champion champion again um, Dov Ziggler then got frustrated he entered a few with Baron Corbin he also had a short feud with Tyler Breeze as well when they, when they, both, when they both came up and was pretty much unsuccessful in both them feuds and then Dov Ziggler began to get frustrated one night attacking a pot, attacking Kalisto in the middle of the ring after a after a surprise su- surprise loss for Dov Ziggler and then also brawling with Apollo Crews and Dov Ziggler was then a full blown heel a frustrated heel. He spent the next few weeks going into like 2017 just mimicking other wrestlers coming out as the Ultimate Warrior coming out as very, honestly various other wrestlers mimicking their entrances which I thought was extremely stupid and by this point I'd not I'd not the Dov Ziggler character for me was just. It was just, it was just the kind of it kind of just didn't mean didn't mean as much as it previously did back in like two thousand and fifteen and sixteen. But event and but eventually I begin I begin I begin to go on and like him again because he d- he did do something cool cool as mentioned in the last video where we um, did form a partnership with Drew McIntyre in twenty coming into like twenty eighteen. Well, towards towards like the middle of and the end of twenty eighteen because again he was just kind of there as a heel on SmackDown doing um. It was he was it was it was okay it was okay he had it did it did it did go against Dean Ambrose for the WWE Championship as just before his heel turn which was um which was which was an okay match but Dolph Ziggler was again was unsuccessful in that match meaning that he only won the World Championship still twice um so but and then so when Dolph Ziggler got drafted to got drafted to Raw again in the next brand extension Dolph Ziggler then acquired Drew McIntyre. This was something. This was actually something I was very much interested in. So, so in, in this pro in this program, Dolph Ziggler did do, did do pretty well. Did do pretty well with Drew McIntyre, and they did become tag team champions. But Dolph Ziggler was not the centre point of the partnership. It was Drew McIntyre, and people wanted to see Drew McIntyre flourish in the card. Not not so much Dolph Ziggler. This led to a breakup where Dolph Ziggler had like a face run for a week, where he fought Drew McIntyre in a steel cage. But Drew McIntyre pretty easily beat Dolph Ziggler. Leaving Dolph Ziggler kind of just flourishing in the curve, and then we wouldn't see Dolph Ziggler for a good few months until around like until the start of 2019 when he would, and still the middle sorry the middle of 2019 when he would um, interrupt Kofi Kingston complaining it should have been him. He was unsuccessful in a Saudi Arabia match against Kofi Kingston when he actually jumped over Dolph Ziggler to escape the cage, and again unsuccessful at another pay per view where Dolph Ziggler again was not able to pick up the championship. The WWE Championship that he so famously think thought he deserved. After after this after this feud, Dolph Ziggler again would go off TV for quite would go off TV for quite a bit, and then um, and then it would reemerge as a as a as a heel that um, as a heel that um, I personally really hated. I really hated the Dolph Ziggler character now because. It came on to it came on to have it. It came on when um, Otis was Otis Dozovich or Otis, as you know, in part of Heavy Machinery, was 
set for a date with Mandy Rose and then Dolph Ziggler in, basically interrupted that date before Rose could even get there and then Dolph Ziggler began dating Mandy Rose for a couple of weeks. That really made me hate Dolph Ziggler to be honest with you and he entered a few with Otis. Um, all the matches Dolph and Otis had, Dolph was unsuccessful at including the previous one at this year's WrestleMania and... Um, yeah, again, Dolph Ziggler, and yeah, again, Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler, but I think he did get a lot of the heat about, like, he was actually a really, he was actually a heel that I really didn't like, and um, I actually, in a way, did love to hate him at this point, because I really wanted to see Otis get the girl, so it was, it was a very entertaining, really, really good to watch. And so after his program with Otis and Otis and um, or basically you know, Otis and Mandy Rose had had some mixed head team matches with Dolph Ziggler and Sonya because Mandy and Sonya were feuding as well and apparently it turned out Sonya arranged the whole thing for Dolph Ziggler to go on a date with Mandy Rose. But um, after all this after all this was over with Dolph Ziggler would would um, after them after the feud sorry Dolph Ziggler would interrupt Drew McIntyre and sneak attack him and. Now he's finding himself in the World Championship page, which is pretty undeserving to be fair, but Otis is current money in the bank, so I mean, there could be root for a cash-in, when the cash-in for the match at Extreme Rules are, I don't know what will be going on, but um, but Dolph Ziggler is now currently set for a match at Extreme Rules with Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship, so it could be another Raz, but it is very, very unlikely Dolph Ziggler, I think, will be picking up the victory. So there you have it. That was the rise and fall of Dolph Ziggler. Now, his career hasn't really completely fell because I wouldn't class him as a jobber or whatever, but I'd just class him as someone that, like, I used to really, really love and care about as a wrestler and a performer. And I think he's an amazing, talented wrestler. But what WWE did with the character, kind of not not pulling the trigger when they should have, it was kind of the timing that they all messed up. But overall, I did enjoy a lot of Dolph Ziggler's his early run, his the peak, the peak of his kind of face turn run, which was really good. And um, his, his feud with John Cena was fine as well. The bits that I think Dolph Ziggler, that, that, that they shouldn't have involved Dolph Ziggler in was definitely the storyline with Rusev, Summer Rae and Lana. I thought that was just very, very stupid and dumb. And um, taking the championship belt off Dolph Ziggler when, um, it, when he'd, he'd only just won it and it wasn't his fault that he obviously got a concussion. Anyway, that is it, and um, I hope you enjoyed the video, and stay tuned for the next one. I apologise for my stuttering through the video, but all these facts are completely off the top of my head of what I remember from the Do of what I remember from the Dolph Ziggler character and the Drew McIntyre character, which whose careers I have both followed. So yeah, I never and I don't use these facts online. I just I just kind of study the facts and try and use my memory to remember to remember the feud. But if if I did if I did have any mishaps or miss any key points, then you're welcome to let me know about them. But um, thank you very much for listening to my podcast, and I look forward to doing the next one. This was a very long one, and I apologise for that. But um, I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.